So Chase is the kind of guy that he'll get on the the mic with me. He'll talk my head off for an hour straight, and he's uh-huh. like an expert at everything he does. He's a skater. He he raps. He's done everything in life, and he only's like 27, 28 years old. So okay. I've always heard him say he can rap. And then when we had you on tonight, I was I was telling him I was like I'm gonna put it to the test. I'm gonna make him oh, rap. I'm gonna make him rap man. in front of you. Yeah. So I I okay. have to I have to I have to back my shit up. I have to back my game right. up at this point. So hey, I'm, so, excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I am too. <laughs> I'm pumped because this is like the first time I've ever like done this right here. So like except for like with people and my friends and shit <laughs> that I've had growing up. So like this is my first time rapping with like an actual rapper. So oh my god, Garage Guy Chase, big baby scumbag. We're about to throw it down. You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. to episode 139 of the garage guys fantasy sports podcast brought to you by roto ballers nascar premium content get over to rotoballer.com right now check out articles from myself rankings from the homie drew dean premium content from sean ingle and scott ingle uh, we got an awesome thing going on had some pretty good picks had some great uh Great content with the rankings, Drusifer. Drusifer. The Drusifer Nine. Drusifer, good job. Proud of Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, yeah, you can get all of the meat and potatoes by going to rotoballer.com. Use promo code GARAGE, get 10% off. Do it today. Drew, we have a, uh, a big show. We have a big show for all the listeners out there. Um, and as we opened this, uh, this episode, you, you heard a little snippet from what's to come. We got Big Baby Scumbag on this episode, um, and we, we were talking. I saw him out of Daytona. We chatted a little bit, and then I reached out to him on social media, and we got to talk about a lot of cool shit, great conversation, um, and that's going to basically be the garage talk for this episode. And Big Baby Scumbag rap. We rapped. Literally, it happened. It happened. My favorite part. The, the interview was great all around, but the ending was uh... – Something special and something I've been going for that came to my brain while I was watching NASCAR today. So it's it goes hand to hand with NASCAR. It does. It does. So it's a be- beautiful time, 2020, and uh, some exciting news on that interview. So be sure to listen all the way through. Uh, you're not going to regret it. All the big baby scumbag fans out there, welcome to to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. We we want to keep you around here too. We uh we we, we some wild boys we do some wild boy things. All the listeners, all the Garage fam out there, get ready. And if you've never heard of Big Baby Scumbag, you have now. So, wild times. Something tells me that's not the last we'll hear of Big Baby Scumbag. I feel like he'll be back. Right. If you don't get him in Dega, he'll be back on the podcast. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that, uh, that, that he's Garage fam for life at this point. So, we've done, yeah. our, we've done our job, Garage fam. We did, we did it for you. Everybody's Big Baby Scumbag fans here now. So let's go ahead and talk about this race. Uh, of course, we had all of our stuff up on Roto Baller. If you haven't subscribed yet, you know, use promo code Garage, get 10% off your order. Uh, Drew had his rankings put up. Uh, it's your first official week um, hauling ass on the NASCAR team, um, and you had some rankings that you put out. 
did pretty damn good. Uh, and we had a lot of good premium content, but it turns out that all you had to do was look at last year's Pennzoil 400 to figure out who was going to win this one. And I'm more than blessed that I had Logano as like the for my first write up for DFS picks. Super excited. Yeah, that's awesome. I saw your article, and of course, uh, you're putting out some great content there that kind of funnels people towards the rankings after. But props to you for picking the, the race winner. And, and like you said, we're two for two on races this year, uh, repeat winners, which is very interesting as we go into to the next week. I know. And people, people don't, don't forget, like, there, there's a schedule change. So things are different. So this time last year, we weren't in Vegas. We were in Atlanta. So it's, uh, it's definitely kind of something to get used to because, like, I woke up yesterday and I'm thinking Atlanta. Like, Atlanta's on my head. And I'm like, oh, wait, fuck. We're in Vegas, you know. Um, so it's, uh, the, the new schedule changes, a lot of exciting stuff. The restarts today were incredible. If you didn't get to watch the race, like, and it came it almost, it was an exciting race, man. Like coming down to the wire, like for an intermediate track. Cause like, that's where more, you know, people watch the Daytona 500, see that. And then they'll kind of go into week two and they're like, Oh, there's not as much action. There's not as much wrecks, things like that. Like a normal you know somebody coming from the outside of nascar looking in wanting to come in for more entertainment and bang um you kind of got that in like a suspenseful way in this race which was exciting so it's really good thing the new package they have the aero package that they have is insane because the restarts were just magnificent and yeah a lot of lead changes too i mean i feel like every time i looked up it seemed like kevin harvick had the best short run car in the pack and then every time we were running 20, 30 laps. He would get caught by somebody. So it led to a lot of, uh, yeah, he led a, he led yeah. 92 laps in this race. And it's just unfortunate that he ended up finishing in eighth. Um, but you know, we, we saw some weird strategy. Like a lot of people were really pumped up about like Ryan Blaney, like coming towards the end of this race. Like everybody was super excited. Like, you know, if chase can't win. We want to see, you know, Ryan, when I saw a lot of those tweets out there, and a lot of Ryan Blaney fans getting up and getting out. And um, he ended up taking that pit and finished uh, in position 11. But, yeah, he led 19 laps in this race. And uh, it, was, it was kind of like a work in progress to him kind of crawling up to the front. But awesome to see that. A couple of notable things I did want to say about this race is some, uh, some drivers to watch. Uh, first one is Austin Dillon. He finished his race in fourth. Um, he does have a new crew chief this year. And I uh, was talking about uh, him on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio a couple weeks ago before the 500. And I, I kind of liked him, you know, at the 500, at the super speedways. We've seen him win one time. Um, we've seen him win at, you know, Charlotte. We've seen him win there. He definitely has it in him. And now that he's got some of this old chemistry coming back into play, you know, I said um, last night's SiriusXM bit that I did that I needed to see a little bit more out of him. So him coming in fourth, him getting a top five definitely kind of helps his case. And if he can have another good finish like this at Auto Club, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and get behind him and say that he's probably going to have a pretty damn good points year and could possibly – I know it's only going to be the third race of the season, but if, uh, if this momentum keeps swinging, he could possibly see himself get a little bit deeper into the playoffs. Yeah, I'd, I'd be in full support of that. I feel like he's been on the fringe for a while. So I think he – he needs to take that next step, and, you know, I have no problems with Austin Dillon. I think he's a fairly decent driver, and I'd be in support of seeing him make that playoff push this year. Heck, yeah. And plus, his new car is pretty sick, 
Like, you know, he's got the full Bass Pro Shop thing going on. So, like, it's like him and Martin Truex are just, like, out here, and it's like, what what is happening? What is life? Bass Pro Shop really loves NASCAR. Makes sense. That's the people coming <laughs> coming into their stores most times, right? So, the, the, the advertisement makes sense there with the brand and the target audience there to me. Right. We need more, we need more NASCAR shirts in Bass Pro Shops though. Cause I always love going to a good Bass Pro, like get a bunch of kayak gear, fishing gear, whatever. Yeah. Shorts. They're not returning the favor very well, are they? No, they're not. They need more. Like I want to see like a full blown, like NASCAR setup in a Bass Pro. So if you're going to sponsor two cars, like a main sponsor, you should at least like do that. So don't they sponsor a race as well? Yeah. Yeah. The Bass Pro Shops and RA night race. Right. Uh, at Bristol. So, yeah, we need more NASCAR stuff from you, Bass Pro Shops. We, we, I want a, I want a racetrack. I want a Bass Pro Shop in the middle of, of a racetrack that people a little can greedy, shop at. Greedy boys. Yeah, a little bit. So, get with the program. Another driver that I was super excited to see uh, get up, and I know that this is mutual because you had this guy ranked. Uh, I think he was in your Tier 3 rankings um, that you did in Tier 3. For the pricing, you had him ranked first. Shout out to the clock. Shout out to the clock. We we shouted out to the clock on XM Radio, by the way. That happened. So we're worldwide now. Prestige it was the worldwide. proudest moment I've had as a co-host and business partner is when you said shout out to the clock. So it was, it was just it was great. And and like I don't think Scott even realized it. So he's hopefully he's listening to this podcast now and he understands what the clock is. So. He was it's like, not, who is this wild guy? What did he just reference? And he said, I don't care. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Right. He's like, I'm done with this cowboy. Yeah. He called me cowboy. Did he really? He called me cowboy when he introduced me on, on the show. Cowboy garage guy. He said, he said, how are we doing cowboy? And I was just like, I love your energy. I was like, I was like, you're all over the place tonight, Scott. I'm sorry. I'm going to start calling him Scotty boy. <laughs> Scotty boy angle. Yeah. We're all boys. We're all the boys. king. The Scotty King boy. Scotty Boy. That's it. He's the one. He's got awesome good good stuff for NASCAR too. Rocking and rolling. But uh Matt Benedetto, you had him ranked first in tier three on your rankings. Tell us a little bit about Di Benedetto and what possibly after this second race we can expect to see from him riding this Wood Brothers. Well, he was somebody that we were both high on going to the year. I know we want to see him do well from a fan perspective. But we saw him race really, really well last year in equipment that was pretty average. So I think that we'll continue to see this type of racing from him. I do think he, despite being ranked number number one in my tier three rankings, I did not expect this nice of a finish. But we'll definitely take it, and I think we'll see more of it. I think he's definitely somebody that's going to have a lot of top tens this year. Oh, yeah, I know he's super excited. He tweeted out about, you know, the, his team and just kind of – that's why that's why I like Matty Benedetto. He's got a uh, – he's very personable. He's, you know, he's one of those guys that, like, definitely didn't forget where they came from. You know what I mean? So, like, he's got that about him, and that's automatically a thing that makes you a likable person in this sport. And, um, you know, just as somebody to root for and get behind. And it's cool to see him in a new manufacturer, too. Um especially in that, you know, that 21 gives that 21 like a new breath of fresh air. So uh, I'm excited to see whatever, you know, what he can keep bringing as we go to auto club next week. And we'll preview a little bit of that and see where some things are at. So, you know, we're just going to keep it coming at this point, long season ahead. So go ahead and strap in and get ready to roll. Do you Um, remember how surprised we were when he lost his ride last year? Yeah, I was, was I was shook. They they wanted, they wanted the bell boy. They wanted bell bottoms. Um, 
and I, I didn't really get that move, but he uh, he actually finished thirty third today. So, well, but I mean, he's a rookie. It is what it is. You got yeah. I was pretty high on him. I thought he would do better than that. See, out of all the rookies, like I was highest on like John Hunter Nemechek, and then like yeah, I think you were too. You had him ranked. Uh, I think he was first in your tier four rankings, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he was my favorite back marker. He just was priced so low, and I think he started 29th, if I remember correctly, which was right. a good some good upside there to get. All it, all it takes is those cheap guys to move a few spots, and they pay off that cheap salary. So it doesn't it doesn't take too much. Big time. Uh, he ended up. I mean, he would have done really well, but he ended up kind of getting caught up in a wreck towards the end of the race. Finished 24th. Still. Could be worse, it I didn't guess. kill you, but it didn't win you any tournaments. Exactly. Exactly. Um, we also saw Ricky Stenhouse Jr. finish third. I did not see that shit coming. Yeah, I actually – so I had him as one of my heaviest plays, and because it's R- Ricky Stenhouse, I ended up in the last minute kind of backing off some of Stenhouse and um, regretted it because he was he was a really good play starting, I think, 26th, and he was priced around 7400 in that range. I thought he'd finish around 18th, which would be solid place differential. Did not anticipate third. Yeah, yeah. He was 7,600 on DraftKings, and you had him ranked third. So, you know, he was definitely there. If you read Drew's rankings today, um, he was a big shocker for me. I'm not going to lie. Like, I I was not ready to get behind that play. Um, But holy shit, man. (laughs) What a world. That's that's why it's NASCAR. Anything can can happen. You never really know what's going to go down. Um, and then the other one that I was uh, surprised on, this is one of the last ones, just kind of some of the guys that finished in the top 10. Bubba Wallace finished sixth. And it's funny because, yeah. dude, uh, he's in the Coke Energy car. You know I'm a Coke Energy boy now. I haven't really been drinking Red Bulls anymore. I've been strictly Coke Energy. Um, very tasty, delightful drink. Shout tasty. To, yeah, it is. It's very tasty. It's a beautiful, beautiful energy drink. But um, yeah, he, he had the Coke Energy wrap. And for some reason, I was thinking earlier in this week, I was like, I was like, you know, Bubba Wallace and Austin Dillon in a weird way kind of like remind me of each other. I know it probably makes no sense to a lot of people listening to this right now, but I guess just because of like how long they've been in and maybe it's because like whenever he was a rookie coming in, he would finish second behind Austin Dillon in the Daytona 500 when Austin Dillon won it. Maybe that's what it was, his first race, you know. So maybe they resonate to me, but I'm ready to see him rock and roll. I'm ready to see that 43 do well. So seeing him get in a top 10 today was huge. And his Biggest price miss for me. Yeah. was that he was one that you were just like not high on whatsoever, right? I mean, this was – I'm pumped for him because I like Bubba Wallace. But he just – if you looked at the track history, he didn't – it did not stick out. He looked like one of the worst um, plays to me at least. I don't know if you played him or not. I, I didn't. I had him in one lineup. That was it. So I had him in one of my lineups, and it was just kind of like me just kind of swapping some things around and looking at things differently. Yeah. But I knew I wanted to play him at least somewhere. But he's one of these drivers, man, that's like he's on the cusp of that point. Kind of like him and Austin Dillon are kind of in the same boat for me this year. It's like this is the time to either do it or don't. Like you, you've you've been in here for a little bit. People, you know, there's a lot of talk behind your name. It, you know, you, they both have very iconic numbers in the sport. You want to see those numbers perform and do well. And I think that it's been so, a little while since we've seen that. And uh, Where do you put to, Todd Dillon in that range? Do you put him in the same category or somebody 
with Ty, for me, man, like Ty, with him being for Jermaine Racing, like they're just – I know that they're a, you know, smaller team for me. Uh, I really don't know how to explain it. Like he's just a – he's just one of the drivers that – kind of sit back, you know, like in your tier four area. And he's not somebody you really think about except for when you're looking for like value or when you're looking for somebody that is, you know, has a certain history at a certain track and you can plug him and play him. He's not somebody that I think about like on the forefront, like Bubba Wallace or Austin Dillon. See, that, that's surprising to me. And if, if, that's, if that's how you feel, you should probably be putting Bubba Wallace in your lineup so moving forward because he's priced usually right where Ty is. He's just yeah. like a that's a normal now if he's taking a step forward, that's another whole subject, but you probably should take advantage of that now before he gets priced up. Right, exactly. So I mean like he's I guess I just feel like he's one of those drivers that it's time for him to kind of come up in the sport, him and Austin both. So I'm kind of behind him and rooting for them this year. Um but going into Logano, uh, he takes the weight, he takes the win here. Pricing was whatever he was actually with him being priced where he was. It was uh, it was awesome. You still got a little bit of a bump. He started this race in uh, in fifth, I believe. Let's talk about the caution. I mean, you mentioned about winning under caution. It was it sucks when that happens, especially at a at a track like Talladega. But like I guess for the intermediates, it's kind of whatever to me. But I I was definitely expecting we were going to go to overtime there towards the end. Yeah, and the presentation of the broadcast made it seem like um, it was not over, and then all of a sudden it was. So, I mean, they caught their mistake five, ten seconds later, but I think the, at the end of the day, we were about five seconds too late on the caution coming out. So, if we would have seen that caution flag a little bit earlier, then we would have been into overtime. Big time. Um, going back to Ty Dillon, he did finish this race in 10th, which is uh... – which is a big feat. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess maybe, like, I, I refer to him as Geico Dylan in my articles. <laughs> so, I so, put him above in the same category. I think Austin Dillon's the one that's in that next tier that has to do well this year, whereas Bubba and Ty are kind of – I think Bubba has, a, has more potential, more upside. But Austin Dillon, really, um, he's in that range with, like, Chris Busher. He could have been in that position, you know. It's just weird how that swap played out. I don't know. Like Ricky's basically just like we, – we saw Ricky do some things. At, at, I think at Charlotte he finished like six. But I think that more of the equipment at Roush Fenway is focused more around Ryan Newman's six than it is around the 17. Um, so Ricky's given some new life to, uh, to JTD Daughtery now. So it's going to be fun to see how that plays out. And it's also just funny as hell. Like his, his, I don't, that car is weird to me. Stenhouses? Yeah, like how the, the logo placements and stuff. It's just like a – it looks like it's a really quickly thrown together car that like some kid made like when in second grade when he was asked to draw a race car. Does it fit his personality? I mean, you – No, you... no. He needs, he needs like some – he needs like a sexy rat. Like he needs to have like a hair company sponsor him at this point. With his mullet that he has – You like that energy. I do. I fuck with it hard. Like, and I've never really been like a Stenhouse fan, but like dude's whipping a Chevy now. Um, I'm about to give away all my biases. Damn. <laughs> um, but he's, he's, he's whipping in the Chevy. <laughs> and he's going, pack, podcast. Yeah, I need to be a non-biased boy. I mean, I have become a lot more non-biased as uh, behind my, uh, my NASCAR fan <clears throat> roots as a kid. But I grew up, uh, I, I was always told that like you pull for Chevrolets. If you don't, you'll get your ass whooped. 
And uh, my dad's only drove Chevys. So, like, my whole life, like, Chevy was just, like, everything. So My dad's course, all Ford, works at Ford. So, we, we have a little rivalry there. Yeah, we do. Like, I'm, I've been a Chevy guy, like, my whole life. I mean, I, I whip Chevys. I whip an Impala right now. Like, I've, Chevy's just been my chosen one. So, I always like to pull for Chevys. So, seeing Ricky Stenhouse. I met you, was I in a Harbor Cat? Uh, yeah, you were, you were, you were a Harvick boy that day. I was just a, I had on all my, my three for Dale gear. So, you know, and, and, and he drove a Chevy too. So there's yep. also that, but yeah, Ricky Stenhouse definitely needs to, uh, he, if he's going to continue these speeds that he has, we're, we're going to have to get him a better, uh, better sponsor for sure. So Kroger's cool and all, but you, you know, put, can't really put a mullet on a grocery store. Yeah, we need some electricity for him. We should talk to him. We'll have our people get with his people. So, going back to the Roush Fenway deal, I was, you know, I was saying about how more energy is focused on the six than it is the seventeen. And I know that you were a little disappointed in one of your picks today that you had um, that turned down for you. And I have one as well to talk about. But mentioning the six, uh, Ross Chastain was piloting that car. And I don't think you were the only person that had a little bit more hope for Ross today. Yeah, he was one of the more popular drivers. I can't remember exactly where he came in. I want to say he was like 32% owned. And it just is it's, – it's a simple fact of he was priced like Ross Chastain. But he was in – I mean, he was like 6,100, but he was in Newman's car. So his starting position was 14 or 15. And our, our goal basically was that he would just run around the track and stay right around 14, 15, maybe move up to 10 at best. And at six six thousand dollars, that's just a huge misprice. And turns out he just busted for her. so it was a disappointing day. And um, I know I was behind the narrative of him doing well and his chance to step up. So just a uh, he's a big portion why a lot of my lineups ended up moving outside of the cash was Ross Chastain. Yeah, I mean he did get bumped at the end of the day. So I mean it's not like he just like shit the bed. I mean like he got yeah, he, yeah. he got he got tapped. It was natural nat natural causes in these races. You know what I mean? These things happen. You never know if it's gonna be Kyle Bush or if it's gonna be John Hunter Nemechek. You just right. never know. It's good, but it could happen to anybody. So yeah, he ended up finishing this race in twenty seventh place. Um my that big, bust, up a big point though, right? Like you should be entering multiple lineups because of all this. You have to. And I think you know, I, I get a lot of DMs on Twitter. A lot of people ask me all the time, like, you know, who are you playing? What are you doing? I'm like, well, here's the deal. You play a lot of different people. And you, you, you lump some people up together, but you've got to be playing. Like, somebody asked me the question of how many lineups do I play. And I say, I say you know, starting out, like, I was playing maybe, like, five to, to six lineups a week. And then last season I moved into playing around, you know, more like eight to ten. And now this year, you know, you you being on rankings more and and us having the access to the data uh, center and the optimizer like I'm looking to play more between 10 to 15 lineups maybe even more over 20 um, with all the new tools and data that we have so um, it's always good to expand and uh, and diversify 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 yeah I always put an example out there um, for some of our Patreon subscribers before we move to Rotoballer but I put a, my example was I'd rather you put in $24 lineups than two $40 lineups. And right. it's just, unless you're okay with just being done with your DFS day in 50 laps, I mean, you, you really could be done in 50 laps with two lineups. Right. 
very easily too. And I think that I learned that, you know, going back, back dating to when I first started playing DFS before I got, you know, serious about it and, and serious about, you know, this industry and what, where we are and what we're doing now. And I was one of those people that would just play like one lineup, not realizing how it all really worked. And then the more I got in the NASCAR, the more that all my, you know, fan roots and stuff when I was a kid started coming back and I just refell in love with the sport. And, you know, especially after talking with you a lot more, the more I realized, you know, how important it is to, to get out there and diversify. And then ever since then, it's just been a, a one tournaments um, and having a damn good time. So that's what you got to do, guys. Get in there. You already know. You got to get in there. Get in there like swimwear. It's it. It's it. Now, what's not it is that I had probably one of the most craziest contrarian plays of the week with Kurt Busch. Told a lot of people to play Kurt Busch. Felt good about Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch did not feel good about me or the fact that he was home in Las Vegas. And I literally was under the impression and thought of like, you know what? Kyle's having to go all the way to the back. I was hearing that they were, they were having some issues with Kyle Busch's car. Um, they had the, the issue with the Bondo, obviously, but the, he was making comments after practice about how the car wasn't running right. It wasn't running the way he wanted it to run. Anytime I hear shit like that, I'm going to automatically kind of take a step back. Um, it's just the kind of person I am, my personality, and a little bit more of a, not a non-believer in, in Kyle all the time, like some people. I mean, he is Kyle Busch at the end of the day. you got to give credit where it's due. But I backed his brother this week more. I thought his brother was going to have a better finish than him. He did not. And then as soon as he ended up pitting towards the end of the race, I knew, like, okay, it's fucking over. It's done now. But uh, he ended up starting in 13th, finished 25th, got lapped. So apologies, big sorry. Uh, my gut was more of my want this week, turns out. I don't think it was a bad play. I had him ranked pretty low my tier rankings, but that whole tier was pretty even. And I, um, I provide strategy note comments for each tier. And in that tier, I think I said – hey, just because I have somebody ranked first and somebody ranked seventh doesn't mean that those guys were far apart. And um, Kurt Busch was one of those guys I definitely had in a few lineups. So I don't think it was a bad play. Right. Well, I appreciate that. It makes you feel a little bit better there. <laughs> just a little bit better. Maybe yeah. not your money, but your uh, your mind and your body feels better. Right. Your, your I, still won, I still won a little bit today, but not, it, not enough to pay the bills. Put it that way. That's why there's always next Sunday. That's it. And that will be at Auto Club in California. No doubt about it. And we got some uh, pretty interesting news for all of our listeners out there. We're actually going to be doing a uh, YouTube series. And it's going to be early. So it's not going to be like anything like, like deep, deep like we do uh, at Roto Baller. So it's like kind of like our little video race preview, talking about some history at the track, how some of the drivers have performed kind of what's going on momentum wise now, and then maybe a look to what we could possibly see. So don't let it be your end all be all video of the weekend by any means, because you don't want to make those final decisions until the morning of race day. So this video will kind of be the kickstart of our content that we're putting out over the weekend. And from that video, you can move directly into uh, the Rotoballer content and check out everything that we have over the weekend to make the, uh, the right decisions and right choices that you need to, to, let us help you win. I know you're, you're pretty excited about the video. I'm excited about the video. I went and bought a webcam. Yeah, you, uh, you definitely jumped the gun on the webcam, so I'm going to have to make sure I can at least match you or get something that's 
equivalent to that, but I'm excited, man. I think we can kind of view it or state it as something that if this person qualifies here, this is a good play based on prior history and based on pricing. We should have that pricing info by Thursday. So that's good. Yeah. And that's what kind of like we're looking to do with this show. Garage guys moved into Roto Baller. And uh, we've talked about doing video stuff for a while now, so we finally got that uh, that opportunity. So we're pretty pumped and excited. So get ready for that. It'll be on uh, Roto Ballers YouTube. It was a good race, good run, good win for Joseph. Now it's time for a completely different race. Crazy race. A race to the rap game. One of my favorite interviews of all time. This is probably hands down – best interview most fun most laid back interview that that was just like full of just like amazingness so i i definitely enjoyed having big baby scumbag on the show nothing scripted not yeah completely like at least then, talk about the tweet that i want you to talk about how you felt when you saw me tweet that so so this is what happened before we get to the interview i will re- briefly recap everything so you ended up uh putting a tweet out Earlier today, I was driving, actually. I was watching the race on my phone, and uh, I was driving down the road, and I remember just my phone started blowing up, and I, I was getting pissed off because you kept, like, like that kept happening, and you would text me, and then my phone would kept falling down like because of the vibrations, so I was getting aggravated. And then I look at my phone, and I see what you've done. So Drew literally called – me and big baby scumbag out saying that we were going to rap on this podcast tonight. And if we didn't rap, then he was going to find a way to guilt trip us into it. You even uh, said that you were going to leave the podcast and resign. And whenever I, I, I remember you were texting me so much about it and you were like, you're like, you're leaving me hanging here. You're leaving me hanging. And I was literally just like dealing with my kid in the back driving and I was like, I can't respond to him right now. And then I started slowly realizing like, I'm not responding to him right now. He's going to think I'm pissed. Like he's going to think I'm mad that he brought this up. And so probably worked I finally, out in your favor. You're probably like, yes, I want him to be mad. Yeah, no. Like I was actually pretty pumped because I was like, okay. I was like, he's coming on this show, and this really does happen. This is going to be some wild shit. So we actually got it. It actually happened. And, uh, and he retweeted it. And now we're here. So without further ado, guys. For Garage Talk, here is Big Baby Scumbag. All right, we now welcome onto the show uh, probably one of the coolest rappers of our time right now. Uh, a guy that I've been uh, checking out here for a while. Showed him to Drew. Uh, Drew, it was instant. It was instant match made in heaven music to our ears. Big Baby, welcome to Garage Talk. What's up, man? Glad to be here. <laughs> Hell yeah, it's wild. It's wild. <laughs> so, so I got I got to go ahead and, and say like off the top, man. All right, so we're out in. Uh, I was out at the Daytona 500. It was my first Daytona 500 ever went to to cover, and uh, we we were there with uh, with Roto Baller. We were fucking just. I was enjoying the shit out of it. It was next level. It doesn't mm-hmm. really hold a candle to to Talladega, in my uh-huh. but it's but it's close. But it's close. But dude, I yeah. see you out here at this race and then I get tagged in a photo with you and <laughs> I was looking and I'm like, I remember seeing this guy. I was like, but I didn't get talked yeah. to him. Luckily through Twitter, we got to link up. 
how did all this like start? Like for, for one, for one, like, uh, do you go to a lot of races? Nah. So Daytona was my first race, man. Daytona was, uh, I'd always, I'd always wanted to go to these races, you know, like I'm, I'm from Tampa. So, you know, NASCAR out here is like NASCAR in Florida is, you know, like a, like a big deal, bro. You know, it's like a, one of the NASCAR capitals of, you know, uh, the country man so uh like even bro like even down here like when you go to thrift stores you know what i'm saying yeah uh you see a lot of disney stuff a lot of mickey mouse shit and just as much like disney mickey mouse whatever the fuck there's also like a bunch of nascar like memorabilia and shit in thrift stores and antique stores and all of this shit so it's like it's everywhere out here you know a lot of saying? retro it's, gear yeah yeah it's, 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 fuck it's with every that. It's everywhere you go, like, even if you're not a fan of it, like, you got some, you got at least one NASCAR shirt or whatever, you know, so for me, it was just like, this year, I was like, I was like, yo, I'm gonna go to a race, for sure, for sure, and actually, it's a funny backstory of how I even ended up uh, uh, getting passes to Daytona, like, that was uh, totally unexpected. Uh, yeah. How how so? How did it all work out? Like how, how when you got there? Obviously, like so. This was your first race. That's that's, right. that's crazy shit. So right. so it's fucking awesome. It, it fits well. It fits well with the album that you got coming out right now. But um, yeah. how was your weekend for your first NASCAR like experience? Okay, so I I only went Sunday. Uh, Tampa is like Tampa from Daytona is like two two and a half hours, two hours, depending on how fast you drive and so. I left Tampa at like seven o'clock in the morning, you know, just to make sure I got there early. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know what to do when I got there. Like my homie that gave me, uh, <clears throat> my homie that got me passes, uh, his name is Harris Lou. He's a, he's a graphic designer for NASCAR. Shout out to him. Uh, yeah, man. Shouts out to Harris, man. He, uh, you know, he, he, uh, he texts me a bunch of instructions, literally play by play. He was like, all right, so first you're going to have to get credentials. Then you're going to – and then he – yo, like, this, yo, like the, way, the way he texted everything out, it was so, like, like you couldn't – like, you could not possibly get any of these instructions mixed up. He was like, yeah, the credentials is right next to a guitar center. You're going to grab your credentials. Oh, then shit. you're going <laughs> to – You didn't know uh, you signed up for work. Yeah, yeah, no, like dude, dude laid out yeah. a blueprint for you. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And what's funny, what's funny is this is literally he's texting me all of this the night before. So like, you know, what I'm saying me, like I'm kind of like irresponsible. So I would have waited for the last minute <laughs> to be like, yo, like I'm in Daytona. Where do I go, bro? But like, yeah, no, he looked out. So all right, so he was like, yeah, get credentials, then find parking, and then after you find parking, you're gonna go to like. Uh, we're gonna go to the shuttle that takes you to the fan zone, the infield fan zone. So I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like a man with a plan once I get there, bro. I'm like, but like, what's funny is we, uh, I went with my DJ and my my video guy, and we uh, <laughs> we ended up waiting in the wrong line. We stood in line for like 45 minutes just to get told that like, we were oh playing. fuck, the, the president was there. <laughs> Yeah, nah, so like, oh, yo, that was like some whole other shit, bro. Like, yeah. bro, that was the first time I've seen Secret Service ever. Straight up, like cavity searches and shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I'm, pre I'm, pretty, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure they did some cavity searches. 
they had to have, yeah. That was the first time I seen Secret Service like that, man. Like trained killers, bro. Like it's weird, isn't it? It's it was super weird. Dude. That was it my was... first time as well, dude. So I was like, I didn't know what to expect. And I roll up yeah. here and I see this line, and luckily the guys like, like we had we had like media passes. You know, the guy was just like, oh, all right, we'll just cut up there and just tell them you with media, and they'll let you cut the whole line. So I wish I'd have seen you because I'd have been like, yo, bro, come on, you got a story to report. Like, we just got straight yeah, up. Yeah, man. What? Dude, like, and yeah, I didn't know I didn't know the president was coming until the day before, too. <laughs> Holy shit. I was like, yo, yo, that was the most surreal moment, bro. Like, like when they did the national anthem, like, I was looking at the, like, the big-ass TV uh-huh. Like like the big like the big ass screen and I'm like yo like I'm literally like you're maybe, here like, I'm 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 like a quarter mile radius of the president right <laughs> like, like these motherfuckers like, had snipers on on the roof bro like dude like yeah, it was it was sure. next level for shit sure. for but, sure yeah but no, it was sure. wild man and I, the way I saw you though is uh my uh my boy Taylor Taylor Trivet he's uh yeah he was sure, out sure. there did y'all have did you know him before uh before this race or did you meet him at the race uh probably about okay so um this is this is so crazy bro this is crazy honestly uh Jeffrey Earnhardt was f- Jeffrey Earnhardt had replied to one of my stories on Instagram okay uh this was about 2 weeks ago so i didn't even know Jeffrey Earnhardt was following me so like, oh, fuck. I mean, you throw Dale Earnhardt out there enough, bro. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so Jeffrey had responded to one of my stories, and I'm like, oh shit. So I follow him back, and then I see uh I see that uh he was friends with uh with Triv. So Triv follows me. I follow Triv back, and uh Triv was like, yo, like let's meet up at uh at Daytona. I'm gonna be with Jeffrey. And whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like like yeah. let's meet up, link up, whatever, you know. So yeah, bro, like a lot of people that I've met uh like in the NASCAR scene has like been hella recent. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause before right. before I only knew a handful of homies, like I got a I got a homie named Dontre Graves. He uh I, I think he was a reporter at one point. Um I don't know exactly what he does now in NASCAR, but uh, I think uh, <clears throat> I think he still does reporting. I don't, I'm not sure, but he he's actually the reason uh, why uh, why Dale Earnhardt ended up seeing the tweet uh, from two years ago when I dropped the song. Uh, damn, I'm getting off topic. All right, all right. So, yo, <laughs> no. so check this out. Check, good, this out. Check, check this out. Like, uh, this is like a side story. Like, uh, how I even got like how I even ended up at the Daytona. So going back to my homie Harris, uh, the graphic designer, uh, when I dropped Big Baby Earnhardt, the the cover art. So if you if you look on the cover, it's a it's like a it's like a three D rendition of me in a car. And I'm standing on top of the car, holding the trophy, whatever. Yeah, it's some next level <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's fire, bro. It's fire. But like, if you zoom in really closely in the back. There's a NASCAR logo on it. There's a Sprint logo on it. There's a bunch of like copywritten shit, like oh, trademark. Fuck. There's there's a bunch of trademark shit on the cover art, low key. And like when I announced the album, um, Harris had DM me. I didn't know Harris was following me either. Oh <laughs> like, fuck! I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like like uh, you know, I I really don't keep track of who's following me until like 
I get a certain message and I'm like, damn, okay, you're following me? Or like, I'm getting right. a story or whatever. So like, I get a DM from Harris and he's like, yo, like, uh, I'm a graphic designer at NASCAR. I wanted to let you know that you have, you know, copywritten stuff on this album cover. You know what I'm saying? And uh, this uh, potentially can be like a cease and desist. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but, but like, <clears throat> but like, he was like, uh, I like your music though. You know what I'm saying? So, so I'm gonna fuck know. with you. I got you. Yeah, for, yeah, <laughs> I got like you covered. For, for future references, for future, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, just make sure you don't have any copywritten stuff like that on your album covers and stuff. And then I was like, oh, damn, that's crazy. Like, like I wasn't even worried about, like, the, the, the copyright part. thinking I was about like, it. yo, a graphic, a graphic designer at NASCAR is DMing me. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, we became friends. Uh, he was like, yeah, bro, got to get you out to a race. And, yeah, we got that squared away, man. Shouts out Harris, man. Shouts out Harris. I got to meet this guy. Like, yeah, dude, nah, this, this dude brought Big Baby to the Daytona yo, 500. He, Yo, so he got, bro, like, at Daytona, he wore some custom-made Jordan 3s. Like, uh, he, had, uh, he, had some, he had some custom-made Dale Earnhardt Jordan 3s. They were, like, like for, for, like, a good week, they were all over the internet, bro. Like, they were on, like, the hottest shoe websites, like Hypebeast, Kicks on Fire. Drew, have that's you heard of this? Uh, that's the sign of a guy that's very networked. Yeah, no, nah, this shit is crazy. Yo, like, his shoes were literally everywhere for like a good week <laughs> like, that is nuts every, dude like i would love every, to get my hands on a pair i, I could see like like denny hamlin having them because he like he fucks with like team jordan with like the his uh with joe gibbs racing like he drives the number 11 he fucking mm. like i could see the the purple and the whites but like dude dale earnhardt jordan threes did he give them to you like i feel like you i feel like you should have those shoes oh no no those are he he got those custom made for him he like he got those. Uh, I forgot. Uh, you gotta get the, You gotta get a pair like that though, bro. I mean, uh, dude. Man, I would. <clears throat> I would if I was to get some custom Jordans, man. Who would I? What athlete? Oh my god! Because I can't get the Dale Earnhardt. I can't you, get. Dale. You can't copy uh, now. I think we yeah, found I one of our. I think we found one of our missions for Talladega. We're gonna find our way to get. Big yeah, babies, we some, uh, custom we gotta get. Ba- yes, we're, dude. We will. I will <laughs> we'll find them. We'll find if, it. And then look, dude, you you could even go on another direction with it. Like you could go Richard Petty if you wanted to. Yeah, it, it don't yeah, matter. Right. Yeah, it don't matter. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. you can, we we can make it specific to. We we could just take the car from your album cover and just make you some some special J's from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're car. right. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're gonna do some shit, but yeah, we know we gotta get you out of Dega. But um, it, it's crazy like how everything stacks out, man. Like I said, we we were just I'm getting to know a lot of people out on these tracks. I know Drew's gonna be coming to some races with us this season, so we definitely gotta get you to Talladega because Daytona is fun and it's a party. But if you yeah. get out to Talladega, this place yeah. is literally like separated from Earth. Like you're just like yeah. in this bubble, and there's people camping. Video. It's I've nuts. Seen videos, man. Speaking of party, bro. All right, so check this. This was totally new to me. So. So, uh, <clears throat> so after I park, me and my DJ, we're walking to the stadium. We're walking to the, to the Daytona stadium. <clears throat> so there's a 7-Eleven right across the street, right? Yeah. And, like, I got my backpack on me and shit. I got my backpack. And uh, I told my DJ, I'm like, yo, I want to uh, stop at the 7-Eleven to get a beer. So <laughs> we go on to 7-Eleven. I open up the beer coolers, and I grab – literally just one tall can of beer 
And this dude right next to me was like, that's all you're going to get is one beer. Oh, shit. And, I, and I was like, yeah, because <laughs> like I looked at him. I looked at him like he was crazy. Yo, he was like, that's all you're going to get is one beer. And I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy a beer when I go inside. And he's like, no, you get up, you buy the beer here, you put it in the cooler, you put it in the backpack, and then you go inside with it, bro. Like, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, dude, he was he was giving you, yeah he was giving you the legend, bro. He you had to yeah, nah, bro, <laughs> I, bro, bro. I've never I've never been to any sporting event, and it was like that, bro. Like like what? no sporting events, like nothing. I've been to I've never been to any sporting what? event where you could bring your own beer like that. Oh, what? I got you. Yeah, yeah nah, bro. That, like Raymond, NASCAR's bro, big like, on that shit. Yeah, like, bro, like, Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, bro, that shit would have never happened at Raymond James, bro. What? The Lightning Stadium would have never happened. <laughs> Holy <laughs> like, shit, bro. What? Dude, if yeah, you, uh, no, so getting, getting off topic of NASCAR right here, have you heard about the uniform changes for the Bucks? Are you a Bucks fan? All right, um, I'm a, my dad is a diehard fan, so honestly, I gotta, like, even, like, even if I don't care for them, like, season to season, it's like, man, I'm born and raised here, so it's like, I gotta support, man. I f- I wouldn't feel like I wouldn't feel like a Tampa native if I didn't support. But right, that's, that's how we are. We, we same yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I haven't been keeping up with the uh, the jerseys though. So have you yeah, seen the video of Jameis Winston eating W's? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's funny, what's funny is, bro. Like none of the teammates. All the teammates was were just like shaking their head at him, like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, we're gonna eat a W, but really they were all like, Bro, what the fuck is this dude talking about? Like Yeah. <laughs> yeah dude, nah. I don't know. They made that made them miss Josh Freeman, bro. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> Jameis was a character, man. James he is. Yeah, nah. That's crazy. He got cataract surgery too, by the way. So like he got his cataracts removed. So now he's gonna have like 30 30 vision. And he's oh, gonna actually real? yeah, it's probably not gonna make him throw interceptions. Oh, my so we, God. Might, we might all be in danger. Oh my God! Ja- like, like Jameis is really good, man. Like, like Tampa, like Tampa, Tampa fans, like they still believe in Jameis, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, one thing about Tampa fans, man, we don't give up on our players, man. Like, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> a, it's, it's tough, bro. That's good. Are you more of a Chris Godwin or Mike Evans guy? Uh, I'm gonna say Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Yeah, yeah man. you gotta stay with the OG. Yeah, Chris had his big come up this season. I mean, I definitely think he's gonna be integrated more into the game plan. But that see, that's another thing that's on my bucket list. Like, obviously, I'm a Saints fan. You're a Bucks fan. Our teams play each other twice a year. I now now I'm more motivated to get my ass out to Tampa to come watch a game. And just hey, bro, <laughs> yo, hey, Tampa games are lit, bro. And the yo, like, if you've ever been to the Bucks Stadium, like. Bro, the the pirate ship when they make a touchdown or like they make a, a field goal, yo, that shit is so yeah, loud. I want to be the guy that does that. I want to press the button to set the cannon off. Yeah, like you can. Yo, but I want to do it when the Saints score, not you when can the Bucks be on score. the. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you can actually be on the ship. Like, there's people on the ship while that goes off. Oh no, shit! Yeah, guys, bro. Like, oh, all right. So, like, back when I used to work, uh, I had a job down the street from the Raymond James Stadium. Probably like oh my God. Probably How like, long have you not been working? That's a that's a good thing. Uh 2017. Oh shit. So you just been hustle making music now, baby. It's good. Yeah, yeah, man. Hey man, I'm I'm a rapper. How much better is a lifestyle now? Honestly, it's honestly, bro, 
some days I'm like, you know what? A nine to five don't sound too bad. Bro. I guess <laughs> I'm you like, I'm like, I could see it. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah. I'm saying though. This is uh, <laughs> it's, it's 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 cool, man. Like <clears throat> uh one thing I noticed with, you know, just making music is so you're a lot more self uh motivated, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't have a manager or well per se a manager like you know, on your ass every like a, two seconds. Right, micromanager. <clears throat> yeah, not like a shift. You don't have a damn shift manager forcing you to do shit. And you know what I'm saying? But yeah, bro, like doing music is is, is cool, man. It's, it's cool to be able to, you know, make a living off of this shit, really. You know, you got but, the creative <laughs> juices flowing too, man. Like big time. Yeah, like, like, your, yeah, your style, your, like, dude, it's, it's like, I don't want to. Like, get, I don't want to make you feel in a type of way, but, like, dude, the, your style and the things you're doing, like, I've looked at some of your album covers, man. Like, it reminds me of, like, almost like some Andre 3000-esque shit. Yeah, man. Uh, I'll fuck well, with that. Outcast, Outcast is one of my favorite, uh, like, one of my favorite groups, man. So Same, dude. It's very, very flattering. Very flattering. I wish Andre would drop a new album, man. I've I've been listening. I've been listening to the Love Below, dude. Since the early two thousands, bro. That's all I've had myself. Yo, like we need something more than the Love Below, man. Andre need to give us because because Big Boy, Big Boy's got a few solo joints, but like and Morris Brown wasn't enough. Yeah, and like yo, like the Love Below is the only real like, you know, from Andre, like the only real body of work solo that you know what i'm saying it's right like, damn you know like we need some notes man he's the sitting street. on that money he's sitting on the money <laughs> feed the streets sandra that's it man he got he got that gatsby money and he dipped <laughs> for sure, for sure. I don't blame but dude it's, it's it's fucking wild so i mean have you i didn't mean to get you off your story about when you were working uh <laughs> oh yeah all right all right so yeah yeah all right so um i remember i was working down the street from the Raymond James Stadium, and you could hear you could hear that cannon from like what, like a few miles out. Oh shit! Like yeah, no, it's some crazy shit. So, it's loud as fuck. Yeah. It's kind of like in Tennessee. I was at, I was in Nashville chilling with Drew. That uh, was for the uh, the fantasy football championship that we did because mm-hmm. we do a fantasy league and uh and garage guys. So if you play fantasy football, I might have to be hollering at you. Get up in this league, man. We have, we have some fun with. Uh, it. man, I gotta I gotta get into it. I gotta get into it for sure. Hell yeah, I'm down. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna let you know. Like they have uh they have fireworks that go off. At, uh, uh-huh. at the, at the, at the uh, Nissan Stadium in Nashville. And uh-huh. when we were there. We were sitting across the street. We heard them, like, pop off. So I can only imagine, like, how loud that shit is. Like, <laughs> especially somebody that don't like football. Can you imagine some dude that hates football that has to sit there on Sunday and hear that shit just pop off for hours? <laughs> just- yo, I think, yo, it's so – okay, so Rolling Loud last year. Uh, God, I want to go to that, man. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It's, it's crazy. Fucking Rolling Loud last year, there was uh, – I think there was a mishap. Uh, I think some fireworks that went off when they weren't supposed to go off. And, like, everybody simultaneously uh, um, mistook the, the fireworks for gunshots. Holy so, like, wow. there was, like, a stampede of people running out of Rolling Loud. And this shit looked like some apocalyptic <laughs> like, bro, I can only imagine you just got half the fucking like, just all these people yo, in rave bro. clothes, like half naked, just ah, just yo, like, rolling their people, ass off. <laughs> people were going nuts, yo. Like I was outside of the stadium. I wasn't even inside. I was across the street. I was on my way to Rolling Loud, 
and I'm seeing this, and it just looked so like hectic and apocalyptic. Like it was crazy. But yeah, man, definitely. Like <clears throat> with loud fireworks like that, you do like yeah, like dude. There was a there was a I had seen a headline a few months ago when Eminem had a show, mm-hmm. and like. Like, like you know how rappers have gunshots in their in their uh, their DJ sets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people, people. Oh no! Mistake the the gunshots for real gunshots. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Everybody got skittish as fucking around around that area now, huh? It's over. Yeah, nah, for sure, man. <laughs> Fuck, I still man. I still tell my DJ to put gunshots in the in the set. Fuck it. <laughs> I mean, how, how does that, how does that, how does that translate? Like, like you get some of your jams played up in, in like the, uh, the copious amounts of strip clubs in Tampa and you get the gunshots go off. Are people running or are they just fucking with it? They love it. <laughs> <laughs> they know what's they up. Know, they yeah. say big baby zone. Dude, it's how like, has it been? Cool, what's, what's cool is I don't like, I don't go to the club too much. I don't go to the strip club, none of that shit. But, you know, I got a lot of homies that are either DJs or they know people that, you know, DJ at, at these clubs and shit. And they spend my stuff all the time, like, like strippers or like post stories and like, they'll tag me in a story or whatever. And like, so friends you got the city on your back. Club. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, man. Like I'm, I'm glad this, the city support me, you know? Are you more of a Netflix and chill guy? Or are you more of a go out to the club kind of guy? Yeah, oh man. I'm, I'm a, I'm a fucking play video games at home and eat. Uh, eat frozen pizza and ramen nice. noodles. Are you, like, like you said, because you like the taste. <laughs> you more of a two K guy, more of a like Call of Duty uh, Fortnite. Yeah, nah, nah, I can't. I well, I can't do. I can't do the Fortnite. Can't do two K. I'm. I'm really in the. I'm in the Smash man, Super Smash Brothers. Fuck okay. you know what? You got a switch? <clears throat> yeah, man. Who's your favorite character to play with? Uh, I like. I like Pit, Dark Pit. Uh, I like. Captain Falcon. Oh, that's my guy. That's my guy. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good with Pikachu. With Pikachu? Uh, you like Samus? I, yeah. Samus. Nah. Yeah, no, she's kind of hard to play with. I really like this dude, but he's kind of a cheat code, bro. I love I love Ganondorf, dude. Oh, Ganondorf? Yeah. Ganondorf? Yeah, Ganondorf, dude, literally three hits and you're you're dead. <laughs> See, I like I like to fuck like I haven't played in a long time, but when you said that, I had a buddy of mine. He actually goes to tournaments, and this dude mm. just fucks people up with Doctor Mario. Yeah, and bro, like, Doctor Mario <laughs> The dude yeah. is like literally bald and has a mustache. He looks like he's twenty. He's twenty three years old, um, <laughs> and he's bald with a big ass mustache. This dude just embraced that life, and he just wears like a pocket watch and shit. And like people don't know that he's like low key loaded out though. Like motherfuckers like comes from like a millionaire's family and shit. It's like he don't give a fuck, dude. He's just out there like <laughs> like going to this fucking like not taking a shower, going to some looking like some nasty motherfucker just going in there to a, a, a game to play some Dr. Mario and just beat everybody and everybody's like freaking out. So that's fire, bro. And yo, those people that go to those tournaments are good. Like I think I'm good. Yo, like okay, now I'm pretty good. I'm pretty damn good. But like I'll get online, bro. And like that shit'll humble you real quick, man. Yeah. Have you fucked with okay. iRacing yet? I haven't, man. I gotta so okay, so I I don't have a PC. Uh I gotta get a PC. I've been like all of my gaming has been off of my consoles. Like I got a Switch, I got an Xbox, got a PlayStation. So that's what's the next the, what's step. the GOAT? What's the GOAT console for you? The GOAT console, honestly, I play my Switch the most, man. Just because it's portable too. Just right. because it's, you know, like I'm an I'm Xbox guy. Yeah, not there's better games for the Xbox. The Switch doesn't have too many 
great games, but I like the convenience of like just having. It's got it, Super you know? Smash Bros. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that's the only and Mario game. Kart. You can't go wrong. It's Mario Kart and uh, what other games do they go on? You play Mario Kart here. Uh, Splatoon. They have fucking Legend of Zelda. It's like a classic, right? Uh, Whenever they drop Madden, I, I'll get behind it. I don't think you know what. I don't think it's gonna happen. Like the only sports game they got is the two K. Like and they have stuff. FIFA. They have FIFA too. Yeah, yeah. They have FIFA. I don't, only I can. Really, I can. I'm gonna have to pray about it. I don't. I, yeah, I don't know why they don't have Madden. That's really weird, yo. But yeah, man. Fucking uh, my uh. My go-to console, though, is, yeah, Switch, for sure. Well, fuck yeah. And you, um, so, I mean, that's that's really a lot of what you're doing right now. And then plus two, like, um, are you, uh, I know you probably just got out of the studio um, on some of these albums. You just dropped a new single recently. Uh, was it Pub Sub Anthem? Yeah, yeah, Pump Sub, Pump Sub. And uh, it's, a, it's another song called Give Me Head, Love Letter. Those are actually, like, those are those are both old songs. I was just like... I was in the mood, just feeling in the in the mood one day, and I was like, "No, I'm just drop these." Like, <laughs> I was just throwing them out there. But yeah, Pub Sub Anthem, I I recorded that like 2018, man. And oh shit! Uh, what's funny is I actually shot a video. There's there there is a video to that song, and it's never gonna drop. You're staying uh, you're staying ten steps ahead. You're playing you're playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers. That's what's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that video is never dropping in a million years. Oh my god! You gotta, you gotta do a paid, like a paid drop. Like people can pay money to put it behind a paywall, and then that's how you can supplement some more income. I was, I was drunk as hell in the middle of Publix. <laughs> oh no, dude! I've got to see this. You yeah, got it. No, oh my yeah. god! Can we get the director's cut? Oh my <laughs> god, yo! This shit is so like. It took two nights. It took two nights. So, we so. Basically, like, uh, and this happens a lot. This happens, believe it or not, this happens for uh, a lot of artists. Uh, <clears throat> uh, like, uh, you have to put on the same outfit and go to go back to the same location right. to shoot. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you didn't get enough material, uh, I've done that with a few, a, a handful of videos, honestly. So, <laughs> I I put on the same outfit. Went back to the same Publix to sh- to finish up the video, but yeah, man, it it didn't come out right. It's a it, it's a pretty funny video though. Well, but, one day, one <laughs> yeah, day. one honestly, one day, you know, like how the internet works now, man. I'll just make like like a like a puppet account, you know, like there a you puppet go. YouTube account. Get you your know, burner, get your burner going. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> just you know, you know what I'm saying. Just just throw it out there. I wouldn't personally post it, you know what I'm saying? But if fans know about it, they can find it, whatever. Would you let us watch it? If you um, if you find yourself at Talladega, and let's say we find a way to get you to Talladega, would you let us watch it? Definitely, because my cameraman's definitely coming with me. Oh. <laughs> there we go. De- there we go. We got to get – I think you're, you're going to love fucking Talladega. We, we're def- me and Drew definitely have got some stuff to do because we got to get you out yeah. there, man. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen videos of Talladega. I've seen a bunch of videos, man, like – trailers trailers upon trailers and trailers like pop-up bars yeah. stripper poles it's the whole nine bro yeah man i'm ready i'm ready for all of it man like uh what's funny is uh on my on my album big baby earnhardt uh the intro the intro is actually uh a sample from 
uh, a homie of mine's. He has his own like uh, his own uh, his own web series. It's called All Gas No Breaks. Uh, yeah, I love on, that. By um, the way. Oh, okay. So, so damn, you already hit. So, uh, yeah. So, for all the people that don't know, All Gas No Breaks is uh, like an Instagram web series, and uh, it's a. Uh, uh, my boy Andrew Callahan, he he just goes to like the most random places and interviews people. So he'll go to like alien conventions. He'll okay. go like this he'll sounds go like, to, like yeah, yeah, this sounds like my kind he, of uh, shit right here. He uh he went to Area Fifty One like uh when people were like planning on like uh infiltrating Area Fifty One and people like camping out in Nevada and shit. Like he went out there, yeah. Like he went out there and interviewed people. So there's this one episode where he was at Talladega and he was interviewing a bunch of people. So like uh, that sound bite where like the dude was like, uh, "Number three, baby, Dale." Yeah, Dale. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> dude for Dale. Yeah, man. I love that I shit, man. Yeah, bro. Like I was, I was listening to it and I was like, "Yo, I, this this has to be the intro." Like embrace like the, the culture, baby. Yeah, the 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 <laughs> album, the, the whole album was done. The album was already done with. Like, at the last second, like literally a week before the shit dropped, I was like, "Yo, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta put this on." Right. This what was it like done. working with Project Pat? Oh man, like honestly, it's 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 pretty crazy who listens to your shit. So, I got a homie that's really good friends with Project Pat, and you know, he he basically introduced me to him. You know what I'm saying? And it it was on some shit like, yo, like it was on some shit where he was like, yo, you want to do a song with Project Pat? And I'm like, oh, yo, stop, <laughs> stop playing, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like that's how that worked, dude. And it's it's so surreal for me. Like, you know, I he's a big influence of mine, you know. Right, triple six is the shit, man. Yeah, yeah, listening to him and Juicy J, DJ Paul, or like all the three six mafia, you know what I'm saying, since I was younger, like before before I even thought about doing any of this rapid shit and, you know, fast forward now to making music with him. It's it's pretty cool, man. It's it's very cool. Like same thing with Lil B, man. Same same instance. Like I would have never thought would have never thought in a million years that, you know, I would have ended up rapping and, you know, doing songs with Lil B. So it's pretty sick. Lex Luger too, man. I dropped the whole project with Lex Luger. Uh, Dude, yeah. I, I just year. saw it. I haven't got to listen to that stuff yet, but I've got to go check it out. I've definitely, oh, yeah. I definitely checked out a lot of the stuff. I know, um, I think Drew, Drew, Drew had a couple of questions when it regarding to some of your music and things like that. I know that we wanted to get them out. Uh, well, I got, I got, I got to let you roll. No, I only have one left. I've actually got them all in. I had the Netflix question. Um, I had the question about, about, uh, the idea of being the NASCAR rapper. And then I have one more here. So it's my question is, you know, like a lot of people drink craft beer, right? So it's not the, the average, it's not the average man's beer. Right. So my question is, do you consider yourself the rapper of the average white man beer? Uh, damn. Cause I think that fits very well with the NASCAR scene if you were there yeah. you probably saw it right definitely because i don't know any other rapper that's putting on for fucking beer like <laughs> like you got yeah. your well you post malone your... post malone is like he, okay, he yeah, he's owned yeah. by bud light all right yeah <laughs> and you know what? Him. bud light bud light has got to stop playing games now bud light bud light literally stalks my twitter 
You need like, to get man. on. You need to get on Bush, bro. You need to get on Bush beer. Fuck, oh my fuck, god, you, fuck Bud. You need to go to Bush. Yo, Bud Light stalks my Twitter, man. I swear to God, man. Like, what's so crazy is all right. So I put out my own beer, right? Silly rapping. So, no shit. Yeah. Oh man. This so this is like a whole nother story. It's crazy. All right. So long story short, I put out I put out my own beer, and uh, it's called Silly Rabbit. So Silly Rabbit is a play off of uh, Silly Rabbit Tricks Are for Kids, the right. uh, trick cereal. So we put Trick cereal in the beer. What? And uh, yeah, man. It's can you crazy. can you send us some samples? Uh, it's all sold out, man. It's, oh no! <laughs> oh, it's yeah, done. It's, it's done. Out. Yeah, it's it's it's. They still have it on tap uh, at, at a Hidden Spring, Hidden Springs Brewery in Tampa. But uh, yeah, it's no. It's, wait, uh, so you you got like hard you got hardcore into like the beer manufacturing game. You yeah, got people man. putting this shit on tap. Yeah, is dude. this like a hobby yeah. of yours? Honestly, so how that well, it's a hobby now for sure. How that happened, man? It was like, it was like uh, I had a homie that worked at a brewery and he was basically uh showing everybody that worked at the brewery my music you know and he hit me up one day he was like yo like everybody at the brewery likes your stuff like you want to talk about making a beer you know let's get into talks of making a beer so it was a dream come true honestly like this this was back in this was back in like september like August, September, and we released the beer uh, January 17th, um, same day the album dropped, Big Baby Earnhardt. So we had a big, big beer release party, big album release party, uh, both the same night. Uh, a lot of people came through, man. A lot of fans came through. Uh, people that didn't know who I was as an artist, they was just curious about you know what I'm saying? The beer, it was like Trick's flavor beer. They came through, like, met a bunch of people, man. It was cool, man. But uh, <clears throat> I forgot what the hell. All right, so, all right, so back to the question, though, like, as far as a rapper, because you got all these rappers, man, you know, they got their, you know, all these rappers got their, their liquor, their liquor endorsements and shit, but there's right. no rappers that are, like, you know, malt beer liquor, beer, you know what I'm saying? It's because, you know, like, I I kind of get it, though, because, like, uh, even with even with a lot of, like, uh, like celebrities that aren't rappers, like, there's We can put Post many. in that category at this point, right? I mean, like, him, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's not really into rap. He's more pop now. Right, right. There's a lot of, there's a lot of just celebrities, not even just artists, just celebrities in general now that, like, you know, don't really do beer endorsed shit. Like, I don't know. Like, I guess because it kind of looks trashy. I don't know. Like, it looks it looks very classy when you're like endorsing champagne or like yeah. brand but fuck beer. People think, you know what I mean? <laughs> or fucking cognac or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it yeah. looks, it's very classy, but like all fucking beer, Bud Light, fucking. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's let, let's be let's be down to earth. Let's be part of like the common man shit. I, I feel you yeah. on that. But yeah, dude, yeah. I think Bush, I think Bush is the way you should go. So like Bud Light yeah, is just yeah. like literally, I mean, they're a part of Anheuser. So it's like just tell Bud Light, like, yo, wrong account, follow me. Tell Bush to hit me up. Just just hey, block. Man. Hey, hey, Alpha Move, block Bud Light. Just block. Yeah. Him. 
Hey man. I love beer, dude. At the end of the day, I love beer. <laughs> I don't I don't care who endorsed me. I love beer, man. Will you shot in a beer with me at Talladega? Definitely. All right. That that's okay, that, this is happening. Beer chug time. Right, let's so do it. We're doing that. And and for right now too, it's been it's been fucking awesome having you on the show. Drew put yeah, out a tweet. Man. Oh, shout out to the clock. You gotta say it, big baby. Shout out to the clock. Yeah, Down shout to out the to clock. the clock. We have a clock, and on this show, uh, where I record at, there's like an mm-hmm. old grandfather clock kind of deal. Mm-hmm. It just be dumb, 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 dumb. <laughs> so we hit that up. I literally said that shit on XM Radio the other night too. When I, was doing, <laughs> I was talking with uh, I was talking with Scott Engel doing our uh, our our stuff for NASCAR. Literally mm-hmm. just pops off my like, fucking shout out to the clock. Got to respect. Eventually, it. we're gonna put it on a shirt. So I say shout out to the clock. Yeah. Shout out to the clock. Yeah, man. That, that's going to be the to first Garage Guy shirt you get. Shout and, and nobody and see I love it cuz nobody that doesn't listen to the show they're not going to know what the fuck it means. It's beautiful. <laughs> that's fine. Shout out to the motherfucking clock, man. That's it, baby. Love Let's it. go. Love All right, it. we got that. We're, we're going to clip that. We're, we're, every time the clock goes off now we're just going to have big baby say shout out to the motherfucking clock. <laughs> what we need. <laughs> Let's fucking do it, bro. All right, so look, Drew Drew did tweet out earlier. And before we go, he said uh, he comes out of the blue and he's like, all right, big baby, big baby scumbag and garage guy chase rap on the show. <laughs> so, all right. So I got a feeling big baby about you, chase. Yes. Him in. Yeah. He so, has no idea. So chase is the kind of guy that he'll get on the, the mic with me. He'll talk my head off for an hour straight and he's uh-huh. like an expert at everything he does. He's a skater. He, he raps. He's done everything in life, and he only is like 27, 28 years old. So I've always heard him say he can rap. And then when we had you on tonight, I was I was telling him, I was like, I'm going to put it to the test. I'm going to make him oh, rap. I'm going to make him rap man. in front of you. Yeah. So I, I, okay. have to, I, have to, I have to back my shit up. I have to back my game right. up at this point. So, hey, so I'm, excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I am too. <laughs> I'm pumped because this is like the first time I've ever like done this right here. So like except for like with people and my friends and shit <laughs> that I've had growing up. So like this is my first time rapping with like an actual rapper. So Oh, my God. Garage Guy Chase, great. Big Baby Scumbag. We're about to throw it down. All gas, no brakes. That's the first song on your album. Really can relate. I drop a gear, then I blast them. I've been living large, driving cars, whipping work on Mars. Eric, I'm a roller, grilling bacon in the fucking yard. I come up from behind, take your girl, then pop in a dip. Driving fast as fuck, they think it's Richard Petty in the whip. I ain't too proud to beg, only if it's for that booty though. She said, get it hard like the mountains up in Pocono. Oh, my life's too wild, it don't make sense. I'm in the matrix, heaven sent. I make the money in a pinch. Put Kyle Bush into the fence. They want to catch me at the club, but I'm too busy getting rich. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Pull up in a big bank, bitch. I'm making big bets. I ain't on my left wrist, make a fucking shit sink. Told the bitch to kiss my ass. I've been getting rich, man. Every day I'm lit, man. Every day I'm lit. Man. I start trying to make the bitch wanna fuck. Head ain't good, with the pussy, yeah, must. Land people still, yeah, man, they must be. PYT's so ugly. 
PYT so ugly. Ryan in the H2 Hunter with the fucking pot back. Racks in my backpack. I wrap it like a nasty. Bad hoe, I smashed it. I ain't got no cash out. Hoes on my dick, man, I think a nigga cash out. Bitch, I'm a disaster. I'm hotter than some magma. I still be on some NASCAR shit. I go faster. Big baby on your TV screen, just like a plasma. Shawty throw that dash back. She know I'm a cash Bitch, I got my cash right. I look like my swag right. I look like a lamb right. Bitch, I look like Van Dyke. Damn steady stancing, yeah, that shit just look white, man. Damn steady dancing, yeah, that shit look white, white, man. Damn it's so thin, yeah, it look just like white, man. <laughs> yeah, eating on some Mike and Mike. I mean, honestly, like, fuck with <laughs> Yeah, it's not a cat. You snap, man, you snap. Dude, we can okay. um, So, wanna... so, oh, dude, bro. Bro, this was, this is honest. This is probably honestly like hands down like my favorite episode now, just because we got to do that shit. Thank you, man. Thank you so that was much. Awesome, man. Dude, Appreciate it, was, it. it was a fucking honor to just yeah, fucking no, lay it down with you. Fun. This shit was fun, man. This is fucking amazing. I love all this right. show, man. Dude, so now, so now, like this is all right. So we we getting together now. We're hooking up. We, we gotta get you to Dega. When we get to Dega, bro, yeah, we're dude. We're gonna take these next month. Me and you. We about to write a fucking song. We about to write a rap. <laughs> we about to make a music video in Talladega. Oh my god, I'm ready. Let's Bro, do it, man. Let's do let's this do shit. Let's All right, Hasi, Big Baby Scumbag, Dega Baby, it's coming. Yes, sir. I swear to God, if you guys don't put my name in there, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> pro- pro- produced, produced by Drusifer Dean. Yeah, yeah, put that shit in there. <laughs> a Garage Guys production. Bro. All right, we made it, dude. Big baby, thank you so much, guys. Where, where, where can, where can all of the Garage fans follow you at, bro? Uh, Twitter.com slash Big Baby Scumbag. Uh, Instagram.com slash Big Baby Scumbag. Uh, SoundCloud. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it, man. Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, all big baby scumbag. Fuck yeah! So go follow him right now. Go to Spotify, peep the new album, Big Baby Earnhardt. It's out. It's lit as fuck. Love it, dude. We're gonna have you back again. Let's go. Hell yeah, man! I appreciate, appreciate you having me, man. Thank you so much, y'all. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it, buddy. That interview and rap from Big Baby Scumbag is brought to you by Drip Drop ORS Dehydration Relief. Drip Drop ORS was invented to treat dehydration in the most challenging circumstances. Dehydration has a profound effect on your health, mood, and performance. Used by top hospitals across the country, Drip Drop ORS is safe enough for everyday use and powerful enough to help battle dehydration in the most challenging circumstances. Used by athletes, firefighters, military members, And now NASCAR fans. That's right. When you're out there at the track, getting all hot and sweaty, hot and bothered, been drinking a lot, you're super drunk, you wake up from drinking a lot, super dehydrated, super hungover, just pour some drip drop. You can even pour in your beer. Who cares? There's NASCAR fans. They're pouring in their beer. Wake up, bite the hair of the dog, but just put drip drop in it. You're good to go. I'd, I'd recommend doing it in water, but do it however you want. The main thing here is drip drop is the way to go to make sure that you stay hydrated all the way through. Go to dripdrop.com today. Get the drip. We're dripping. Dripping hard. Drew the drip's drips. a drop.
We drip the drop. We drop the drip. But uh, I think that about does it for us. Um, great interview, like we said. We got Auto Club coming up, video coming up this week on YouTube. Get over to Roto Bar, subscribe to our premium content. We're working hard. We're playing hard. Here's to the future. Cheers. Any last words? Dilly dilly. You can't, you can't say that. I'll say gilly gilly. Gilly gilly. Gilly gilly. You're tired, boy. It's it. It's it. All right. Tired boys out. Sports. Damn, Pete. Money in my face, what? holes in my face, what? pocket full of money, I ain't running out of space. What? Mama said, baby, you done came a long way. Woo. Still eating ramen noodles, bitch, I like the taste. Dale hard, nigga, do you wanna race? What? Mirror, mirror on the wall, bitch, I look great. Woo. Daytona 5 for the high speed chase. What? Put you in your place, yeah. bitch, get out of the way. Riding in the fast car, yeah, bitch, I might be. In the NASCAR, yeah, bitch, I might be Sippin' on Bud Light like that shit was iced tea Main bitch wet, you would think she was a Pisces Down her heart, push a go-kart Dirty-ass vans like we at a trailer park Shining in the dark, I look like a star Bitch, I feel like Gucci Man, iced out bar Drip with the swag, got sauce on my white teeth Doja and Gabbana's on my feet Switching lanes, just checked out the fit. Bitch, I look great. Working too hard, I think I might need a raise. I'm a rock star, I'ma be one of the greats. If you talk down, I'ma put you in your place. It's just me and Big Baby, don't care if you hate me. Pull up to your city, got these bitches going crazy. We doing donuts in the big body Mercedes. Feel like they'll earn heart. Me. Money in my face, what? holes in my face what? Pocket full of money, I ain't running out of space what? Mama said, baby, you done came a long way Woo. Still eating ramen noodles, bitch, I like the taste Woo. Dale heart, nigga, do you wanna race? What? Mirror, mirror on the wall, bitch, I look great Woo. Daytona 5 for the high-speed chase what? Put you in your place, yeah. bitch, get out of the way I got swagger Face. What? Holes in my face, what? pocket full of money, I ain't running out of space